listening to Mysteries and Beliefs Podcast, the show where we discuss a multitude of mind-boggling topics like the paranormal, conspiracies, extraterrestrials, brain-scrambling scientists, and anything mysterious. If you have a story to tell and you'd like to be a part of the conversation, send your thoughts to John Carter at mysteriesandbeliefspodcast.com. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome back for another episode of Comic Book Talk with Mysteries and Beliefs podcast with John Carter. This is the show where we talk everything comics and mostly comic book movies. Today, Lisa and I will be discussing the new Snyder Cut that just came out this past weekend. Right off the bat, at the beginning of the show, I'll tell you that I liked the Snyder Cut much better than Josh Whedon's. 2017 movie. Yeah, I agree. So we'll get that out of the way. Yeah. There are differences and some of them are big differences. Not to say that his was bad because it was a good movie overall. Yeah, it was okay. But I, I think I like the Snyder Cup better. Yeah. And what I did like about it is uh, it's a little bit darker movie than the original Justice League. So as far as darker, not just visually, but the movie itself has a darker feel than what Josh Sweden had in his movie. Yeah. His movie is a little bit more lighter and um, I guess more kind hearted as far as as far as Superman, when he became Superman again, right, when, right, he, right. when they brought him back to start from the beginning of the movie, the differences at the beginning in the original Josh Whedon's cut. They had Batman at the beginning. He catches one of the bugs. If you've watched the movie, you know what these bugs are. That cut is taken away out of the Snyder Cut film. It began at the death of Superman from the movie. At a different angle, though. Yeah, at a different angle from um, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Right. So it was a difference there. They showed Doomsday killing Superman. The way the mother boxes were awakened was you find out during the course of the movie that Superman lets out this big gasp cry that just kind of reverberated through like, I guess maybe throughout the earth. Yeah. Because well, it the, did. Yeah. Because the mother boxes, they're separated everywhere. Everywhere. Right. Give a little bit of backstory. They we got are, some spoilers. So. Yeah. So you should have watched the movie by now. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of backstory. What they're doing is they're trying to protect these three mother boxes that were taken And hidden by the old gods. So the mother boss can destroy the earth. For safety. There's three of them, so they keep them hidden away. Yeah. So when Superman dies, he awakens the mother box because there's no fear there of Superman. Okay, so that's kind of a little bit of backstory of what's going on with the mother box. Right. And at the beginning of Joss Whedon's cut of Justice League, Everybody talks about this, that's in the comic book world or comic comic book fans, that the weird ass cell phone video of Superman with the CGI and how funny his face looked. I don't remember that part. At the beginning, there's a little boy that's that's videotaping a Superman with his cell phone. And Superman is talking to the little boy and you can see his face, the CGI that they did. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of... He was filming another movie, Henry Cavill, at right. that time. Under his contract, he had to keep his mustache and beard. Yeah. 
So they had the CGI when they went to remake right. Justice League, because as we all know that Zack Snyder started the movie Justice League, but I think his daughter had passed away during that time. So he, they um, got another director of the movie who was Joss Whedon. Say that five times fast. <laughs> they kind of omitted in Joss Whedon's cut, the funeral of Superman at the very beginning. Yeah. And that's another difference. There are some similarities because they use some of the, the original film. What I really liked about it from the beginning also is the fight scene with Wonder Woman. It was an extended scene from Josh Whedon's cut. So it was a much better fight scene I than agree. I, I think the, fight the original. Scene. Right. So I, Although the part where, you know what, they were comparable. It was much shorter because... Yeah, do you it remember, was much shorter. Do you remember what was pretty cool about it? The guy was about to shoot them one by one. Right. And then she blocked the bullet. Then they showed him click the gun to automatic. Right. And he started spraying the gun. And then that's when she blocked oh, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. bullets. And then, that, yeah. And that, that was true to character. Yeah. And it with. looked more like a comic. Right. Than what was the 2017 release of Which Justice League. Which I thought was was refreshing. And it reminded me of some of the scenes that they had back when they did Man of Steel, when Henry Cavill first came out, because some of the scenes when he was fighting General Zod, it looked more like something would be in the comics yep, or even in, in the TV comics. Right. So that looked pretty cool. I like that style the of originality. Filming. Yeah, yeah. I like that style of filming when they do that. When they do a whole bunch of slow motion stuff, it's, you know, stop, yeah, stop action, capture. Yeah, it's not as good that. as watching them just kind of flash across the room and you then just hitting somebody. You know what it reminds me of? You know how when they do the scene and someone falls to their knees and their hands in the air and they, they look up, yeah. you know what I mean? Their heads down and then they... Superhero pose. The superhero pose, but everybody does it in all of their movies. Everybody does it. And that's so annoying. Can we find a different move? It is, but you know where that came from, right? I don't remember, but I know where it came from. It but came I don't from remember. Neo from the from Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, from the Matrix. And, and they still do his moves in other movies, like yes. when the bullets fly and he leans back. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the same movie? Oh yeah, that is the Matrix. Yeah. So it's it, okay. Enough already. Let's let's figure out some other. You know what I mean? I like the videos where if you're chick running from bullets and you do the unrealistic when you're tossing and turning doing yeah. flips. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And another thing at the beginning of the film. That was refreshing was my point. When Bruce Wayne went to go seek out Aquaman, the scenes were different with that. Yeah. The original 2017 version, he just kind of comes down and he looks for Arthur Curry. But the scene in the Snyder Cut was much more extended than right. what it was. Yeah. So it was differences there. The difference that was kind of odd to me was the girls that were singing. That was kind of odd to me. It's cheesy. I, I thought I didn't. What's the point of that? It was but, too long. But you heard that the music, it follows them along. Yeah. And we talked about this before when I tried to go off on my tangent saying there's more to it. But you explained how they went to war with um, the Amazon. What are they called? The Amazonians, yeah. With along with um what are they called? The, the Atlanteans. People. Thank you. But I still think that there's something to that because why do they play the same music? Is it just me? 
It sounds similar because I think it's old folk music. It's old folk music. And the reason why is they were singing, um, I guess, an old folk song. Icelandic, was it? No? Yeah, Icelandic or whatever folk song that they were singing as Aquaman was getting in the water. So yeah. maybe that's why it sounds so familiar to you or it sounds similar to what Aquaman. But in they the movie serenaded Aquaman. him as he was walking into the water and then smelled his sweater. I, I didn't get it. Yeah. The, as also they're in a bar with him. I mean, yeah, it, it it was a weird thing. And I think that was probably just the old watering hole or the town's watering the hole. The town's watering hole. But yeah. I, I, I feel like there was a reason why it was put there. Yeah. There, do you see what I'm saying? Like the foreshadowing for it, something. It was the foreshadowing. It was the pictures on the wall. That was the foreshadowing. Because in the pictures on the wall in the bar? In the bar. In the original Josh Sweden cut, he saw the three boxes on the wall when Batman killed the bug or the bug blew up. Right. So he saw the boxes during the time he was talking to Alfred. They were trying to figure out these boxes, which was in the Zack Snyder cut at the beginning. Right. Before or when Bruce Lee, um, Bruce Lee, <laughs> when Bruce Wayne was trying to get together a, a team. Are you having withdrawals? You want to watch Bruce Lee? Yeah, later? man. <laughs> but in the bar scene with Aquaman, he sees the pictures on the wall. Of course, he sees Aquaman that looks like Arthur Curry, which right. was standing there. Yeah. But he also sees the mother boxes and he asks him about what are those three boxes. Right. And, you know, of course, if you watch the movie, he disses Batman pretty much or Bruce yeah. Wayne and gets in the water. So or he carried him. Yeah. He, I mean, local there's jargon. They, he, he carried him. They took his money and he rolled off with Barry Allen. They brought him in the film in both cuts kind of the same way. Right. So there was very minor differences with bringing the flash into the Snyder cut. Two big things that I liked about bringing in the flash is he saved Iris West. Right. Which is, if you watch the flash TV show is his love interest. Yeah. If they're going to pursue that at some point in some other films, we'll see. And they focused on his ability to travel in time. Right. Or go back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that. And not to fast forward a little bit, but I will since we're talking about the Flash. The moment when they bring Superman back, that was a big difference there yeah. between the two. Because in the 2017 version of Joss Whedon's he cut. He still runs the same with his floppy arms, which I still don't. No one's giving me the explanation it, about his run yet. But. He runs the same, but the differences when they take Superman to the ship and put him in the water. Right. They want to revive him. Cyborg doesn't have enough power and the ship doesn't have enough power. So right. Barry goes back and he can generate power. energy. Yeah. So Barry goes back, he runs to touch the mother box. He has to touch the mother box at that exact moment yeah. that it hits the water. So in Josh Whedon's cut of the movie, he hits the mother box exactly when it hits the water right. and Superman is revived. Right. In Zack Snyder's cut, Barry doesn't make it on time. Right. I don't know if everybody noticed that. He does not make it in time. So he's manipulating time yep. to make that mother box come out of the water. So when he hits the mother box, yeah. it actually hits at that exact time. Right. So that's one cut and difference that they focused on Barry Allen's ability to manipulate time. When he was running, 
he had flashbacks, I guess, he, they yeah. were, and how his life was or whatever, and notices that he's able to alter time. Well, he, the way he mentioned that at that scene is he mentioned that he can break the law. Yeah. You fast forward it way too far. What are you talking about? At it the does... end of the movie is when No, he I'm said talking that. about the, when he was running. Remember, they did the flashes. When he did that, that was at the end, towards the end of the movie, when he was waiting so they, he can touch the Cyborg. The, the, why are you saying the end where we're talking about the same thing? No, no. You, there, he did it. They did it twice. I don't recall twice. The first time that they did it was when they revived Superman. So right. he can generate or generate enough power yeah. to activate the mother boxes or the mother box that they had to revive Superman. Right. At the end of the movie or towards the end of the movie, he was circling around. I thought it was all around the same time. To generate enough power to touch Cyborg, who was trying to separate the boxes or so he can get inside of the boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are two separate scenes. And this is where they have those flashes. Okay, got it. But we'll talk about that one a little bit later on. But I like, like I said, I did like how they brought him into the film. Speaking of Barry Allen in that scene is they left out the family that he saved at the end of the movie. So when they told him to save the family... He put oh, him in a right. truck and he pushes he put him, him away. Put him away so before they, the, yeah, they got yeah. rid of that whole scene in that movie. They did. And that was a really good scene. It was. It was kind of cute when a little girl picks up the bottle of bug spray yeah. <laughs> when those things were outside. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. yeah. So they, they left that out. That was really cute. And I like when that. they f- went to Superman, at this point, they he they're getting a team together and they revive Superman since we're talking about that. Yeah. When they revive Superman, everybody's seen both cuts. They're kind of the same because of Zack Snyder started the movie. The differences between those scenes were when Batman came on the scene, when they were fighting Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, and Wonder Woman was fighting him because Superman Kal-El didn't remember who he was. When Batman comes on the scene in this Say it like how they say the name, not like how you would say what? it. What? Whose name? Kal-El. Kal-El. But when Batman comes on the scene, when they first revive Superman, he hits him with laser beams, his yeah. laser vision. And he was able to absorb the laser vision, which wasn't in the Joss Whedon cut of the movie. Right. He just picks him up and he's talking to him. And in his face, he says, do you bleed? Right. And then then that's when the Batman says, Alfred, we need the big guns. Yeah. Lois Lane comes out. He tosses Batman over to the side. Yeah. And then Batman goes, yes, he's bleeds, you know, at the end or that that little scene. The difference is, like I said, he hits him with the laser vision. Yeah. And he was able to absorb it. I kind of forgot at the beginning of the film when Alfred was working on his little gauntlets for his arm Mm -hmm. that he developed that so he can absorb energy. Uh, So I was like, how can he do that? And I remember because the movie was long as hell. It was long. Right. So I do remember, Okay, Alfred was working on the gauntlets for his arm to be able to absorb energy. You guys might have to make your own intermission and have. Yeah, it's Breakfast it's a very lunch in between. Four and hours. Four hours. It's worth every bit of yeah, it, though. Seriously. It, Especially it, in the comfort of your home. Can you imagine if you're at the movie theater and they didn't do intermission? Oh, I know. Yeah. Both that beginning scene with Superman comes back, 
I still like they left in that one scene when Wonder Woman and Superman headbutts each other. Right. And he had butts her back really hard. Yeah. And then he goes, okay. He flies up in the air, does a monster headbutt and smashes her into the ground. I like that. Yeah. And to Wonder Woman bringing her in, it was a lots of similarities because the first one, Steppenwolf appears in the film in the Amazon Island. Right. And that was kind of similar, but there were some changes that the place where they were keeping the mother box fell in the water. Some differences between the battle scenes with the old gods right. um, fighting against. So I don't, I don't remember if it was Steppenwolf or Darkseid right off hand, but that battle scene was similar. There was a yeah. few more things that was added to it, which, which was pretty cool. Right. Um, but Wonder Woman was introduced pretty much the same way as it was in Joss Whedon's cut of the movie right what i really 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 liked about it is they gave cyborg victor stone his backstory yeah because in the original justice league they just kind of brought him on the scene as cyborg you kind of see a little bit what happens to him passed away yeah but they in the Snyder cut, they actually gave the backstory. You see him before he's cyborg. You see him yeah. playing football. Yep. You see his mother and him, his mother and him getting hit by a car. Right. And what really happened to him. Right. And the his father using the mother box to bring him back to or to create. Mad Transforms scientist. him into to cyborg. Right. So that was great that they did. And they took that opportunity to give Victor Stone or cyborg that backstory. Right. So that I really like that about that. The one thing I was kind of at odds with was when Victor Stone was kind of doing these visions. The first time he went into like a computer or whatever he did, but he had like this dream type sequence where he figures out he can do all this stuff. Right. Like he gives the family money. Yeah. He can change the market. I right. mean, there's a lot of things that he can do technologically. Right. By being cyborg. Sure. That that was kind of weird to me. And also when he got into the mother box towards the end of the movie, that was kind of weird also because he gets in and it's him and his family that he's looking at. And yeah. he finally realizes that, okay, this is the mother box playing tricks on him. Mm -hmm. And then they separate into these three like ghostly, like crazy looking women yeah, right. or witches or whatever. So that was kind of different between the two movies. Do um, you think... That they do, and you and I may have talked about this before, but do you think that they do foreshadowing? Because his dad, they're saying he sacrificed himself for this. Don't you think if he's a scientist and he had access to the box before, like he's done his research, so he's not really dead? No, he, he is dead because the the why I say that is he did, he obliterated himself when he, he put himself in that room. You don't think he became part Snyder. of the box? No, in I some don't way? think he came part of the box. I think he's totally gone right. because he got obliterated at that point with that mother box. Right. And the other scientist that he was partnered with, was working with at right. some point is going to become the Atom. Oh, which okay. runs Stark Labs. Sure. Do you remember at the Adam? No, you don't. You didn't watch the Legends of Tomorrow. Too many of those episodes. Maybe the first season. But at the end of the movie, they give him a lanyard Seriously? and says that he's in charge now. Oh, wow. OK. So 
Cyborg's father is gone. Okay. If he makes a, an appearance, it's going to be in a multiverse thing, but I don't think he's going to return as you Right, know, that's Victor's what I'm father. saying. Maybe not his father, but maybe he's No. He's going to be something else within the box maybe. It's going to contain a certain amount of energy or something. I mean, he had that box. He had the wherewithal to know that it could help his son. So, I'm no. just Okay. Yeah, he, right. he's dead. Dead and gone. Speaking of dead again, going back to Superman, when Superman was revived and he kind of got his faculties back after he met with um, Lois Lane, he went back to the farm. Yeah. He knew that they needed him. He figured out in the field he they needed him. So he went back to his fortress of solitude. No, actually, he went back to the ship. Right. And when he went back to the ship, all these pods kind of opened with different suits. suits. Yeah, and that, he chose, I thought that was cool. He chose the black suit. And they didn't expand on that Which at is all, your favorite. But the black suit is a regeneration suit. Right. So if you don't recall, and if you watch the movie, he puts the suit on and he jets up to the sun. Right. And he has both arms out yeah. and he's absorbing energy. So that suit absorbs the rays of the sun to yeah. make him heal faster. Right. So that's what the black suit is all about. And that's why he chose to put the black suit on. It wasn't, it wasn't just, okay, we'll put Superman into a black suit. Right. So that's, you know. Touch base on when they were, when he came back and he slid in between Cyborg and the, um, what's his name? When he was about to use that axe and chop. Oh, uh, stepping wolf. Yeah. yeah. So that that was the second battle scene. The first battle scene that they had, it was it was the same pretty much similar, in the movies. Yeah. Um, but they they left out two things in that that they should have. I I think they should have left in the film. What? I don't think Snyder did that when when they were going to fight the first battle. Aquaman sat on uh, Wonder Woman's lasso. <laughs> and he was talking. I think that I like that a lot. So yeah, I like, wish that would have been in the film, but we saw it in the first one. Yeah. And the other difference is in the Josh Sweden's cut, he falls on Wonder Woman and he's laying on top of her. Right. And he just kind of jumps up real quick yep. before she, you know, even notices that right. he's he's laying on top of her. So they left that out. Yeah. But that battle scene was um was similar to what did the he first say? Movie. Since you you have a better memory to me than me, what what did he say um, when he was going to go use that hatchet on Cyborg or his axe? Remember, and oh, yeah. Superman so, steps in and he chops yeah. Superman. The second battle, it didn't penetrate. Yeah, at the second battle, when Superman first appears, um, Victor Stone or Cyborg is trying to separate the three mother boxes. Right. So Steppenwolf finally gets all three of the mother boxes, and they. Um, get a plan to go get the mother boxes to make sure they don't unite. And he calls her mother. The yeah, he calls the boxes rather. mother. So right. he is trying to, Cyborg's trying to separate the boxes. As he's separating the boxes, Steppenwolf comes behind him with a hatchet. He go lifts up to strike him with the, um, Cyborg with the hatchet. And all of a sudden, Superman comes out of nowhere. Right. And then... He hits Superman on the shoulder, doesn't penetrate Superman. He goes, I'm not impressed. And then he blows on the hatchet and freezes it and takes both hands and breaks the hatchet. Right. But no, um, 
what's his face says something while picking up. And I think that was supposed to have meant something when he picked up the hatchet. Y'all go and listen to no, it. No, I don't remember because he says something when he picks it up. Does he say to oh, no, he mother said, yeah, no, or what no, does he no, say? No, he doesn't say it. He what said say? for dark side. Oh, for dark side. Okay. So that's what he said. He says okay. for dark side. So um, if you're a comic fan, dark side is actually Steppenwolf's nephew. Yeah. Both of them are new gods. Yeah. And Steppenwolf, he betrayed Darkseid, so he has to give him 10,000 planets to make up for whatever he portrayed Darkseid right. with. Right. So he's doing all this to please Darkseid. Darkseid is the king of their planet. Yeah. Apocalypto, I think is the name of the planet. Right. And when Steppenwolf is talking to that big slab of metal, that is the sod, which is one of Darkseid's right-hand men. So he's not really talking to Darkseid. But at some point when he gets the boxes and he finds out some information that the anti-life was on that planet, mm. then that's when Darkseid yeah. is like, oh, he's been looking for the anti-life equation because it could get rid of everything in the universe. Right. So this is Similar what Thanos. this is what dark side is. Yeah. Is looking for. But that that scene is a lot different from the original movie. And this is towards the end of it. The The battle in that second scene is much better than uh, the original Joss Sweden's cut because it was a lot more fighting and Superman was off the chain. Yeah. Because Superman came in, he was hitting him and stuff. But the way he kicked the shit out of um, you know, Steppenwolf. And then when he got him on the ground, yeah, it was like an MMA fight. Yeah. He's just pounding ground. He just started just like pounding him. And then he said, you know what? He took his x-ray vision or his laser vision and chops one of his horns off and then continued to beat him in his face. Yeah. That I was like good. That. That, that was good. And that's, that's true to real life. That's what you'd want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're not violent people. I and promise that's you. at that point they do for the second time when Barry Allen is out there or the flash is making those circles to generate enough energy as cyborg is trying to separate those boxes. Right. He was supposed to generate enough energy. And when cyborg was ready, he touches cyborg on the back with that energy. So cyborg can get inside those boxes to make them separate. Yeah. But of course, if you watch the film, one of the bugs shoots and makes Barry fall. Yep. So he injures himself. He loses some time. And loses time. So he could not. What is it called? The something? The force? Speed force. Speed force. Yeah. So he had to get back into the speed force. So he noticed he was injured and Victor kept saying, okay, Barry, he wanted him to touch him because he was ready to separate the boxes. Yeah. But the boxes actually united. Right. So that's when everybody is started to blow up and everybody died. Right. You see the flash off to the side or in another scene, he's, you know, he has fast healing. Right. So he starts to heal. And as he heals, because he told Cyborg, give me a moment. And as soon as he starts to heal, he runs, but everything is starting to blow up. Yeah. But when he started to run, he's saying to himself, make your own, you can make your own future or make your own past. Yeah. So he needs running and that's when he has all those flashes of his father and right. things like that as he's going along. What was also cool about that, you see the earth that was 
being destroyed, he was outrunning it and recreating it. Yeah. So he so created the, alternate universes. So by the time he got all the way up to Cyborg and touched him on the back, he was, Cyborg was all put back together again. Right. And then he touched him. That's when Cyborg got into the boxes. And just like I mentioned a few minutes ago about him getting into the box and having that weird like flash or dream sequence or whatever that was with the his family right, and stuff right, like right, that. Right. So that's that's what happened. Yeah. So he so, created alternate. So he created. And I think from that, this is where they're going to bring in Flash 2. Yeah. I think it's going to be focused around Flashpoint. If you watch the TV series, Flash messes up time. Yeah. So he creates all these alternate timelines and everything is kind of screwed up. So I think when they come out with the Flash, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. They're going to be multiple universes or multiple timelines. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. And I thought towards the end or at the end, the epilogue that they had. It was weird. And it's not a cut. It was weird, but... It was just like in Sweden's cut. It was a, a dream sequence that Bruce Wayne was having. It wasn't a real. You think so? But I it, don't was, think it was a dream sequence. No, it was a dream sequence. They they mentioned that the dream sequence that Bruce was having. Right. So the dream sequence was him, the Joker. Um, it was Mira, which was one of the Atlanteans. Right. It was um, Cyborg. The grandma. Flash. No, let's not get there yet. The Flash and um, Deathstroke, all of them were fighting against Superman. And then Mira Mira goes, we're going to kill him because what he did to Arthur. Wonder Woman, apparently, and Aquaman were dead. Right. And also Joker mentioned Robin. He didn't mention his name, but the boy Wonder. Right. He has not been introduced in the DCU yet. I think that... They mentioned that superheroes were turning bad. Am I talking about the right movie? <laughs> yeah. He was talking about the heroes that ones were the ones that were nice are no longer nice. No, that was, was a, that wasn't the same. No, movie. that was what a was Falcon movie? and the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> no, sorry. Di- different universe, different, different universe. Different I'm, they're heroes. blending into me. But but that scene that wasn't a foreshadow, or maybe because they're they're right. alternative Supermans and you know, just alternative universes and timelines and in, in the comics. So they have to stay true to the comics, honestly, at some to some extent. Seriously, that segment was a dream okay. that Bruce Wayne was having because you remember when he wakes up and then he on his lake house. Oh, right. And then my man came, which I was super excited. He appeared twice. Right. He appeared in the first one as Martha Wayne. Yep coming to talk to Lois Lane because they need Lois Lane's head in the game. Yeah. So the mother was the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. So, I mean, I was sized when he, I saw he that. He really got excited, guys. I was sized. He, and he also at the end of the movie, he reappears again and said, Dark Side, the war is coming. Right. So it's not over yet. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But the thing about that is in the comic books, he was John Jones. He was like he became one of the generals or one of the soldiers that died. Right. And in the TV show Supergirl, he was the leader of or he was ahead of the the group. Right. That they had. 
Yeah. So it was John Jones. But what you may not realize, he actually appeared in the first film in the DCU. He was General Swarnick from The Man of Steel. Tell me what scene that I would would know. The scene when they, before they arrested Superman in The Man of Steel. Right. When Superman just um, agreed to meet with the military. Yeah. And he was in the air. Yeah. Looking down, talking to the general. Right. That's General Swarnick. Oh. Who is Martian Manhunter. Nice. Okay. But what's screwed up about it is all these things that has happened. Yeah. Why didn't the Martian Manhunter come out to help? They're going to explain it, I'm sure. I don't know if they will or not. Is there anything else that you noticed about the Justice League before we talk about some other no, things? No, I think we hit some about good DCU? points. Yeah, I think we just hit some good points in general. I, I like where it's headed. I, they got some good good movies coming out from DC. Well, what's in lineup right now? They have Suicide Squad that's coming out. A part two. Is that the most recent that's coming out? This is the most recent. I'm okay. going down the timeline. Okay. They have Black Adam coming out, The Flash, which is probably going to be the Flashpoint, uh, Shazam 2, and Aquaman 2. These are in works um, right now with DC. I can't wait for Aquaman. Since 2013, they only have 10 films. Right. And the DCU and the DC. EU is the DC Extended Universe. Right. So I'm just starting with that. So they started in 2013 with A Man of Steel. Then right. they did Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice in 2016. They did The Suicide Squad in 2016. Wonder Woman in 2017. Then what there, we just talked about, Justice League, Josh Sweden's cut of it, 2017. Right. So they're taking their time with these movies. Mm, they're taking their time. Aquaman came out in 2017. So they put a couple of films out at the same year. Right. Aquaman 2018, Shazam 2019, Birds of Prey 2020. You didn't like that movie. I that was I didn't like it I, at all. I was telling John that that movie is more for it was a girly girls movie that like an introduction to super heroes or something just because for Halloween and every costume party and people Instagram all models were girls. all um what's her Harley face? Quinn. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And even little girls. So it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't for us. No. Not typical fans, in, I think. It was not just Not in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he didn't like, I thought it was cute, but it's not anything that I want to see on film. I, I want to watch a superhero movie that's badass. She's badass for sure. I just, I think yeah. it, they could have did a better job in yeah, my opinion. I mean, she's done. not a superhero, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, also in 2020. Oh, and, and also Will Smith's not playing in that movie, if you didn't know. Uh, yeah, Suicide Squad 2. If you're a fan that you know, Suicide uh, Suicide Squad 2, Will Smith's character is not coming back. They're bringing in Idris Elba, yeah. which we thought was going to replace Will Smith's character. But no, he's a totally different character. Good. But in 2020, they released Wonder Woman 1984. Before I say anything else, or before you say anything, I loved the first Wonder Woman. That was, I mean, I loved that movie. That movie was phenomenal for Wonder Woman. So, I mean, and that kind of set, they made changes to other comic book movies as far as Marvel and some of the other things they did with their TV shows and what they did on screen because of the success of Wonder Woman. She killed it. It was off, off the chain. Gal Gadot, much praise for that movie. 
Wonder Woman, 1984. She took that role and owned it, didn't she? Wonder Woman, 1984. Yeah. That was garbage. Straight garbage. That was garbage. They should have taken that movie and not released it on HBO Max. It was such a buildup and it was total garbage. Yeah. I don't think I liked anything about that movie at (laughs) all. I Nothing. A little bit. I didn't like anything about that movie at all because a lot of things weren't explained in that movie. During the beginning of the movie, John said that it looked like an infomercial. Right. Yeah, it, 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 was, it really looked like a trailer or something like that. I didn't think it was a movie. I was waiting for somebody to say cut. Yeah, it was. It you was know, like an good. introduction. I thought it was. I can't explain it. You know how if you're in a movie and then they are pretending that you're doing a commercial and then they yeah. say cut. That's what I yeah, thought it was. Fake. If you watch, if you go to Regal Theaters, Regal Theaters have um, students that do their films. And they show a short of a student film. Something like it's that. It's kind of like that because no, nothing about that movie was was good at all. And I got and I get the verbiage and all that stuff they kind of used to try to stay true to the comics. That it just did not reflect on screen that way. It was, it was very cheesy. It was terrible. I was really upset about but it. What makes it so bad? Not only that it sucked <laughs> on film. That's not I drove by that set every single day. Oh, yeah. In Alexandria and Landmark Mall. Yeah, I was so excited because I saw I didn't see the filming of it because the filming was on the inside. Right. But I was psyched because like, oh, my God, they're filming Wonder Woman. And I work right down the street from where they're filming right. Wonder Woman. I was excited about that. Yeah. And then this movie that comes out, this movie comes out to be poo poo. Yeah. <sighs> Especially right. in your hometown. In our hometown, Washington, <laughs> D.C. and Virginia. <laughs> But there is going to be a Wonder Woman 3. So it's in works right now. It's not been announced. I hope they look at comments. Yeah. And I mean, I no. just take. I wouldn't even nice continue. Criticism. I wouldn't even continue that at all because I don't know. Have you noticed? But recently it has been reported that the WB is separating from WB. HBO Max. So the films that we were getting on HBO Max, like Wonder Woman. Right. It's not coming on HBO Max anymore. That's okay. We know so the they separate. Theater. And apparently they're parting ways with Zack Snyder. Oh. So everybody, the such success they had over the Snyder cut, you figure that they would capitalize on it and do Hell another yeah. film with Zack Snyder. Right. But there's no plans for that. There's no plans. If, if, if Marvel gets a hold of them. Well, no, it's it's not the fact of Marvel getting a hold of them because Marvel, they set the bar for the films right now. Yeah. In order for them to be able to compete, they have to continue down the lines of what Jack Snyder did with Justice League. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. They're, I don't know they're why. going to put out bullshit. They're, they're not. No, I don't say they're going to. I'm the sorry. Last, I'm mean, sorry. They, they, they're, not, they're not taking what the fans want to see. It's like, um, do you know how Dave Chappelle's show was? Right. And then the higher ups Great. tried to come the in. The higher up goes, oh, we higher ups go, we, we can, can make it better. We can make it much better than we, you, Dave. No. So they step in and what did the shows were terrible and Dave left. It wasn't terrible. No, it they, they weren't as good as the, the season I that could, he did. You don't wait for the time for it to go. They, they did the same thing with Game of Thrones towards yeah. the end of Game of Thrones because they said the writer wasn't writing fast enough. And they figured that the, the writers of HBO, we can do it better. What is the you don't rush? Perfection? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, you don't. You can wait. 
I mean, because sometimes we wait a long time for the the series. What's so odd about it is that they have a lot of great characters that they can compete with with Marvel. Right. But they they're not doing anything with these characters at all. I mean, the movies are kind of cheesy and they have great directors that can do these movies, but they're not doing anything. And just like Marvel, they have amazing TV shows. I watched The Flash. I watched Black Lightning. There's a lot of TV shows that they do have that they can bring these characters on the big screen as well. Black Lightning film would be so tight. Which they're not doing. It's like, what what are you doing? Who are you selling this to? Right. Are you just wanting to make movies because there's a name? I think they're just wanting to make movies. I don't think that they're doing it for the fans at this point. So I don't know if WB is going to continue or has rights to DC anymore, if they're giving it up. I don't know. I didn't hear enough about what's going on. WB, DC, come on now. They need to listen to the fans. You have to listen to the fans. You listen to the fans on the Snyder Cut. You did a phenomenal job with that. He did a phenomenal job. Continue down that road so you can be competitive with the Marvel movies. Yeah. Because you have people that are huge fans of DC that want to see some of these characters. Right. Like the Martian Manhunter. They can bring him in. Do you think maybe they're in. trying to cater to the kids, maybe? They're, just, they're, they're the, same the same characters. Yeah. They're the same characters because people love the Marvel films. Yeah, that's and true. And they don't even see that DC being competition at all. At all. I mean, people will watch them yeah. because, you know, it's it's a, a movie. Right. But it was better when it was on HBO because, OK, we can watch this movie because people will, will sit at home mm-hmm. and watch the film and say, oh, if I have to pay 19 bucks, my whole family can watch the movie. Sure. But if you if you put out shitty product, yeah. who's going to pay to go to the theater, spend 100 bucks to take their family, entire Let family to be, see a film? If we'd paid for Wonder Woman. Oh, I'd have been pissed. Pissed. I'd have been pissed. I mean, we pay for eight. No, actually, I get HBO Max free from AT&T. However. However, I pay for my AT&T service. So I get that free from there. So I do pay for it, but I do do put money into it. So I don't know, guys. I mean, what's your thought about the DC films compared to the Marvel films? I like this Zack uh, Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League. I think they should continue down this road to make films like this. But apparently they're not going to. We don't know what's in the works as far as continuing on with the Justice League, um, Superman and Batman. And the way they're just kind of separating the universes, having a standalone Joker movie, um, a different Batman movie. That's not cohesiveness. If you put these individual characters in there and make great films right put good stories make great films people will still come out and watch these films it's true so tell us what's your thoughts what your thoughts are anything to what do you like yeah the most or it's about the same anything else that you'd like to add about it nope okay i can't think of anything until next time on comic book talk this is john and lisa bye bye bye